0: Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today for What's Your Why Wednesday. I'm Laura Brandeo, and today I am joined by the wonderful Kim Clancy, the broker owner of Mindful Mortgage Group in Colorado. Kim, thank you so much for joining us. And see, we all, most of us, came into the mortgage industry by accident, but we stayed in the industry because it ties to our personal and professional why. So Kim, please share with us, what's your why?
1: Hi, Laura, thank you for having me. So that's a great question. So my why is is actually very layered. I went to college and got a degree in special ed. And then I had a master's degree in clinical social work and psychology. So, you know, obviously kind of like the mind and, you know, helping and those kinds of things. And what happened was I moved to California and quite frankly, I stumbled upon the mortgage business because I could not afford to live in California on a social worker's income. And my mom was in the mortgage business. And so I got in as an assistant. And you know, I really love talking to people. And what I found was as crazy as this sounds, if you're talking to a person on a psychology level um, or a social work level or a mortgage level, it's it's really the same, right? It's being able to like listen to what they're saying and interpret you know what they're telling you they need or what's wrong or you know things like that interpret it and create something that is going to be helpful to them and so it really is crazy that the psychology that i studied thinking you know oh it's going to be somebody on it on the couch laying there telling me their problems the psychology that i studied really was what kept me in the mortgage business because i found that I needed that experience on a daily basis. I needed to read people and listen and pick up on the cues that they were telling me. And so, you know, like I said, it's kind of who would think that having those type of degrees would have been helpful in a sales job and and such? But but it really is. I mean, you know, doing a mortgage loan is stressful for people and it brings up a bunch of things for them. And so being able to be there and walk people through that process and handholds them accordingly, that really has been why I stayed in, um, you know, and then eventually it was like, I had a son and it's great flexibility. So, you know, all of that. And now it's just like, I've created a company And, you know, now my why does look different. Now my why is to teach people and coach people and inspire people.
0: I love that. And and think, think about that, right, Kim? Think about number one, you started with special education. So you went from the education side, right? Then from the education side, you layered it with the psychology and the thought process and the great skill of listening, right? Yeah. And all of those things from the listening to the education to understanding emotion and how to guide people through a stressful, you know, process, which yeah. the mortgage industry, it is. I mean, there's so many emotions, right? You have this emotion of being excited, then you have this emotion of fear, then you have this emotion of I'm not sure, or I have anxiety because of the unknown. So there's so many emotions that are happening and you having that foundational education really does set you apart and give you the ability to truly guide these families through. So, wow, that is a fascinating story. And to be quite honest, if you really think about it, Kim, I almost think when someone's coming into the mortgage industry, it's almost like they need to take courses on that. If you think, right?
1: I agree because what you learn in something like psychology is you know, interpreting pe- what people say, right? Because what people say and what they mean are typically different, right? Or how they feel and what they say. And so psychology is analyzing words for a solution. And quite frankly, that's what we do. That's what the best loan officers do. The best loan officers interpret what people are saying and find the best solution for that person. Not every vanilla, you know, loan is the same. Not every person is the same. You can't talk to people exactly the same way. And, you know, so I mean, it really ended up being my biggest asset when I came in.
0: Yes. And, you know, that makes me think of, That's the reason why technology cannot do the role because regardless of the the highest level of artificial intelligence, it is a human process and all of that factors into it. Technology can assist us, but it cannot determine, it cannot take over that role. So you are a hundred percent correct. Love it, okay. So Kim, this is my most favorite part. I love to hear, give me a story that family or that individual of when you realized the monumental impact that you have with helping borrowers be able to go through the mortgage process give me that touching story
1: so it's it's um it's touching and um it's hard to even still gosh it was so long ago but it's still even hard to talk about because It was a sad outcome and we knew it was going to be a sad outcome, but it it was, I knew that I was helping people. And so I had a veteran and he was dying and he had stage four cancer and he was dying. And he contacted me and said, you know, I, we need to sell our house and I need to get my wife before I die into something that she'll be able to manage and that I will, she will get enough money that she will not have to worry about a mortgage, you know, meaning that when he passes, that, you know, the income that he's gonna, she's gonna get from him would cover it because as it stood the Kirk house was the house that they raised their kids in and it was big and, and, um, and, um, and so, I knew that that person was putting their family, their what his wife, in a better situation because death was really there for him. Wow. And um, you know, we ended up, I mean, I worked so hard, I got it done as quickly as I could because I was scared. Um, and he ended up passing away within weeks oh. of us closing. But I still, this was maybe nine years ago. I still get a Christmas card every year from the wife because wow. I knew what we were doing, you know, and they needed they needed somebody that didn't wasn't worried about the loan stuff, was just worried about like putting them in a situation where he could go and know that she was taken care of. Wow. And so that was. My that's my story. That was I get choked up still, it was eight, nine years ago. Because it was like, you know, wow, I really helped somebody. I mean, that was really helping someone move on and know that their people were were safe.
0: Wow. That is what a touching story. And I I enjoy hearing those stories because every single originator has one of those, at least one of those. I'm sure you have many, but you have that one that really separates from all the rest. And that is what loan officers and originators and brokers do every single day. You make a difference. Sometimes it's a small difference. Sometimes it's a huge difference, but It is a difference and it's an impact that we are having on the rest of the world. So thank you for sharing that. Great job. All right. Final question, Kim. So tell me. All right. So I'm curious, what do you want your impact to be on the world? Whether it's the mortgage industry, whether it's life itself, what do you want to be known for? What's your impact? Well,
1: I would like to be, I love this question. Mine, I have a couple of things. Okay, sure. <laughs> have one
0: with the type A. Person oh, you can have it. you can have a whole list. Go for it.
1: <laughs> so, I for me, you know, I think that I named my company Mindful Morning And You and I talking about talked about this a lot for a reason, you know, and because I I believe that you know it's it's not just your people aren't just transactions, right? And so when you are mindful of how you treat people in a transaction, then it looks different to the world, right? Or to your community or to the people at your company, whoever is watching you, that's how you can impact somebody is just being mindful really of how you treat someone. And for me, that's what I would like to be known for, right? Is that I take that very seriously. And that I, I try to be positive for people. You know, I try to, I don't want to say like be a role model because that's a different kind of pressure that, you know, I don't know, but I, I do try to live in a world where when I'm at the store, I don't know if the person next to me, this is true, I don't know if the person next to me knows me because I'm all over the place, right? If you do marketing properly, yeah. you're all place and so I don't know if they know me so I try to live my life that if they did and I don't know that they can still walk away because of the way I've interacted with people around me and say like she really is a positive person and treats people kindly and with compassion you know and so that's what I would like I would like for people to remember me as that that you know I am am kind and treat people fairly.
0: I love that. And this is why you and I get along so well, because I, I say that all the time that people are watching all the time, whether it's your children, whether it's yeah. your team members, whether it's the clients we serve, whether it's the stranger, people are always watching. And you just touched on something that's so important that be that example of who you would want your children to be or who you would want someone to be for you because when you are that person it spreads it does have an effect it has a positive effect on other people and you may not know you may not realize but you it happens
1: yeah i think you do are like think about it like this okay you're in line at the grocery store okay yep. and is you can see this happen. You're in line in the grocery store and there, you're, you know, the the checker outer is having a tough time for whatever reason, or she's going slow or he's going fast or whatever the case is, it doesn't matter. You know, if I turn around and act like a jerk to the person, yeah. right? The people behind me, it spreads, right? To the people, mm-hmm. right? It is true. It is a proven fact. But if I sit there and I'm like, hey, are you okay? He, you know what I mean? How's your day going? And you kind of just do that. It is a lot harder for the person behind me to then come up and be nasty to that person. And and so that is, I believe in that. one hundred that That, you know, you can change the world around you.
0: You can. I agree. A hundred percent agree. And I also, you know, I love to listen to podcasts podcasts and videos and stuff in my morning routine that's part of my morning routine and this morning i actually was listening to a podcast about this guy that is doing this longevity study he actually raised it's, it was fascinating kim so he raised 100 million dollars on research of how to be able to get people to live to 150 to 200 years old it was fascinating oh, no. right right oh, fascinating right well, wait. Here's the part that ties into what we're talking about. One of the biggest ways to live longer is by being mindful and kind. So when you practice mindfulness, like meditation, like taking that time to for breathing, and when you are kind to others, it actually positively affects the inside of your body. And it's like taking a vitamin. So why not, you know, listen to what Kim is saying and think about this, that not only is it a nice thing to do and positively affecting the world, it's for your own longevity. And who yeah. doesn't want more time? Well, and
1: think about it when you're like, the best thing that I do, if I'm feeling sorry for myself or something, right? Or even stressed out or whatever it is, when I'm feeling yucky, I'm telling you, Laura. If I go to the store and I pick out a couple of cards for
0: friends, me I, too. I do that too. <laughs> it is the quick way for you to get out of your own way. As you're like, dropping it in the in the mailbox or you're putting it somewhere, you instantly feel better. Instantly, instant. So I love it. I love it. Kudos, kudos, Jay. All right, Kim. Well. Thank you for sharing your why Um, you and I could go on for days speaking about the value of doing these types of things. So thank you once again for sharing and continuing to be awesome.
1: Thank you, friends. I love you. (laughs) Love you
0: too.